poetry lovers. This Father's Day, give the gift of poetry with Father versus Sons, a moving, funny, and richly illustrated book from the iconic Beat Generation author Herbert Gold and his twin sons. Father versus Sons, a correspondence in poems. I'm the senior content editor at the Academy of American Poets, and I am excited, I'm honored uh, to be here in conversation today with Anais Suklan, the guest editor for Poemaday in June. Hi, An, how are you? Hi, what's up? It's nice oh, to talk to you. It's so nice <laughs> to see you. Um, so let's kind of get right into it. Uh, how did you approach curating Poemaday? Sure, yeah. This was a good it was a good exercise for me because I think that my reading style when it comes to poetry is like fairly disorganized and I just I like I read my friends and I wish I was better about like reading journals regularly so I could you know like be learning like who is out there and what's happening um but I kind of started um with a like base of poets of color in my network who I like knew and admired and then reached out to that group and asked each of them to like recommend three other poets of color that they've been reading um and that was kind of like the way that I expanded out my existing circle um so it was this nice like um reading who my friends are reading sort of experience um and it was pretty important to me to try to keep that to poets of color there's like a few non-BIPOC poets, um, maybe like one. Very few. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so like that, that felt important as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. And this idea, like when you are reading, you're reading somebody and then you read what they read, you, there's like this beautiful energy that flows. That's like, it deepens like your understanding of this person. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. And their, po and their poetics. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and some of the people that people recommended were like students, some of them were friends, some of them were mentors, some of them, so there were all these different kinds of relationships that people had to who they were recommending, which was cool as well. Mm -hmm. um, it reminded me that like poetry is this whole ecosystem full of like teachers and students and people you don't know but like you're like I love these poems and maybe one day I'll meet you and that'll be really cool um quite small but like yeah it feels pretty intimate too yeah, yeah. intimate I love the word I love the word intimacy yeah. yeah um and you can feel that when you read these poems like you can feel the intimacy you can feel the the dynamism mm -hmm. um and it's 
it's just an incredible month. Um, so if you could direct readers to one poem in our collection at poets.org that you haven't curated, uh, what would that be and why? Oh, wow. Well, I have spent a lot of time with a Gregory Pardlow poem on poets.org, um, whose name I'm now like forgetting, but I can find with some quick recon. Um, but I often talk about this Greg Pardlow poem um, for the way that he navigates um, telling a story in a poem. Like I think that he does this in a way that uh, like I find really um, inspiring. It's called Epistemology of the Phone Booth. Um, I don't know if it's weird if I read it. Like I have, I would love to read it. If Please I read it, yes. Um, Greg Pardlow is such a cutie. We love Greg Pardlow. <laughs> um, epistemology of the phone booth. I found the scrap of city paper classified, the 1-900 number and photos like candidates there in love's voting machine. Hmm. Discomfort station, no pissoir, hot house maybe for a 14th year sprig, me. Light box to slideshow, the introvert cloaked in a prepaid identity, discreet as a shirt tail in the fly. That, that those two stanzas are just setting up literally like someone standing in a phone booth. But it's like, if you're not looking for the story in this, like you, you won't, it just is like beautiful language. It's just lyric, you know. Um, Ma Bell's shelter was brutal and snug. Ma Bell's like a phone, old phone company. I heard the ram's horn hum, the phone as a ram's horn, a hymn, just like prayer, I thought, no answer, clacked the splendid tongue and bloom. Salutations rose like pollen, prepped me for the inverse of police sketch artists, the one who would evoke so I could render in my mind the enigma of the wanted, one to source the vacuum, wrenching stutters like rivets off my tongue. Right, just to talk, <laughs> just to talk to someone, plink into the sewer of the mouthpiece, then the universal ballad of the waiting room, Casio tone, hold me music, no organ closet, more like that other lonely doom, the body encapsulated its inventory ever unknown, Dantean vestibule, anti-chat room. When the genderless voice beyond began to lavish, I grew ears all over, inner ears, swiveling from one tepid libretto to the next, tuning for some satin frequency the culture promised until I repent. Forgive me, father, the card went bust. <laughs> what was that satin? The satin? The satin and like this idea of your oh. like tuning to satin. Tuning, uh-huh. Um, when the genderless voice beyond began to lavish, I grew ears all over, inner ears swiveling from one tepid libretto to the next, tuning, the, ear, the ears tuning for some satin frequency the culture promised. Huh. 
until I repent, forgive me, Father, the card went bust. <laughs> mm, I don't know. What is the satin frequency doing for you? I, um, there is, it's, it immediately reminds me of another poem, which I have, I have no clue what it is because a friend of mine was telling me about this galley that she had read where they use the word diaspora as a verb, a diaspora into it. Whoa. And like that, I felt the same chill when huh. she said that to me that I felt when I hear satin, satin frequency. Satin frequency, yeah. Or there's this poem um, in uh, Kabe Akbar's new book where it's like, um, just let me grieve what I've lost. Like, yeah. Oh. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that poem is like not, like I don't, narrative is really hard for me both to read and to write. Like I don't, I just usually don't pick it up, you know, when it's happening. Um, and so I think this is why I like love this kind of narrative poem where you could read it and there's like very little action. It's like, I went into the phone booth, I picked up the phone, I made a call, there were some voices and the card died, you know, like that's it. But it's like all this whole like visual sensory world that is like way more important than the, the actual like sequence in time. Mm -hmm. um, to me is like my jam um, in terms of like narrative how narrative can work so that's yeah. why like. that poem was on poem a day in uh on august 5th 2014 see poem a day we, i don't have to advertise to this audience <laughs> <laughs> it's true they've already made it this far <laughs> oh my gosh um okay so greg pardlow who else are you reading right now greg pardlow um Catherine Agard mm. whose book came out semi I think still recent enough to say recent um I'm always reading Teresa Hock Cha Cha um Banu Kapil mm. um my friend Ben Krusling who's also my roommate <laughs> <laughs> Um, the other day I was in the kitchen and I was like, um, what was the word that I asked him about? Para what's the, maybe you're going to know this word, parox, where two, it's like basically another word for juxtaposition, but it starts with a P and it has an X. Paradoxical? No. no it's like a noun. Um, Parasyn, parasyn, parasyntax, paras, or para, whatever. <laughs> really, I didn't absorb the information, but someone, a different poet, had used it, and he was in the kitchen, and I was like, "What does this word mean?" Oh, parataxis. Parat I don't know what parataxis means. It mean it means when two <laughs> things are put together, but basically juxtaposition, I think. Um, but like for poetry specifically. Um, Paratexas and like praxis. Praxis, I know. Yeah. You always have to look it up. Different. Yeah. Uh, but it was like, I was like, oh, it's so nice to live with another poet. Yeah. <laughs> Who I can ask these questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, sometimes you just look in the eyes of the poet that you live with and then you just say lush and both of you would just melt a little bit. 
you know, or like the word chlorophyll, I'm really into it. like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that good sound? I've already forgotten the word, parataxis. Parataxis, yeah, yeah. It's a good word. It like, it's a good, yeah, that's a good word. Um, live with poets, that's what that's. <laughs> The PSA of poem a day. Yeah, live, live, find yourself a poem, poet to live with. Find yourself a poem to live with. A poem and a poet oh. <laughs> to live with. Yeah. Yeah. Now I just want to talk about the poems that we live with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you currently working on now in your writing, teaching, and or publishing life? Great, great, great. I just... I just finished a manuscript like three weeks ago. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. That's so exciting. Um, and my book, Black Space, took me away from poetry for kind of a while. Mm. And, and I was like, how, how does one write prose? And I feel like I had to like change myself as a writer and grow in all these ways to figure out prose. And I was like, maybe I'll never write poetry again. <laughs> uh, but actually I had this like really joyous return back into poems and it, and it was like, I felt excited about writing poems in a way that I had, the last time I felt that excited was like in undergrad when I, the very first time that I ever discovered that I liked writing poems. Like it was like a brand new, it was like, oh my God, this is so magical, crazy things happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And feeling doesn't just happen once in your life. Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm back. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. The joy and the surprise. Like I, I feel like I had lost, I had a student once who asked me like if I ever felt surprised by their work. And I was like, surprise. <laughs> you know, it's like, I love your work. I believe in your work. I feel surprised. You know, like I don't, I, I was like, I never feel surprised at this point, but I actually felt, I felt some surprise. I like surprised myself. Um, and now I feel like I'm more open to surprise in other people's work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You got to set yourself up to be, you got to be like in the mood to be surprised in yeah. order to feel surprised also. Yeah. You have to be, you have to want to get there, I think. You have to want to, yeah. You can't just be like, surprise me, you know. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine? But it's like you were saying with the Greg Pardlow poem, like you, some things, some things you just can't find unless you open yourself to finding them. Yeah, exactly, right. And like, right. I think that's such a big project of poetry and I definitely feel that in the project of your poems, like, like how I talk about this all the time, but like just like the way that poetry can open a door and yes. like just as simple as opening one. Yes. You don't have to walk through. Yeah. See it. Right. Right. You feel it. Right. Yeah. Um, I, you're reminding me of a time that I like, I, I seem to be like very much in like um, academia headspace during this conversation, but I, I'm thinking of a time where I visited my friend's class my friend is a filmmaker, so it was like a film class, but he wanted me to talk about um, poems and because and, I had been writing these poems about film, et cetera. And um, 
but he was like he gave them an assignment that was like find a way like make a film and over the course of the film like find a way to like lose control and I was like that's great and (laughs) um, (laughs) like challenging my friend as a teacher in his class that he invited me to I was like and or you could um just like like find the boundary you know just like walk right up to like figure out like what exactly is the precipice of control and then you can just chill there you don't have to like jump through the door (laughs) yeah like in some ways the find just finding the precipice and hanging out there like requires more control and awareness and wherewithal than just like blasting yourself out of control yeah uh so love you carl (laughs) sorry i shout out to carl (laughs) um that reminds me so much of um, the poem day from, I think it was today, where it was like, oh, I didn't even see it. Um, not today, maybe tomorrow. Oh my God, don't spoil this for people. <laughs> <laughs> Considering that this interview is going to be out in a Fair month. Enough. Yeah, 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 that's true. It's okay. But no spoiler. Also- it's going to be a spoiler. <laughs> spoiler, potential spoiler alert. Yeah. Yes. Retrospective. The future is complicated. Yeah. For all of us. Just, just tell us. <laughs> <laughs> just. About, and now I'm like, um, she like talks about how, um, like the way that you kind of just let the poem fall out of you, like mm. unburdened and also like, um, not unexpected, but like you just write sentence by sentence, right? And you yes. can arrive somewhere. And yes. just being okay with that arrival. Yes. And like, yeah, you can just, it's so rare to find any kind of clearing. It's okay to sit in a clearing. For sure. Yeah. 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 I was thinking today, I was like, how much change would happen in my creative creativity and my professional life if I just allowed things to fail and allowed things to succeed. Like I didn't try to, if something started to fail, I just let it fail. And if something started to succeed, I just let it succeed. Yeah. I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All the living things. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for talking with me. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was really nice. So fun, so nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I hope you have a lovely day. Um, I'm so excited for people to read these poems. Read them. Yeah. Live, okay. live with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, print them out, put them on your wall. Yeah. Okay. Bye, on. Bye. Poem a Day is the original daily poetry series featuring new work by today's poets. Produced by the Academy of American Poets, this free digital series is made possible by you, our readers and listeners. Learn more about Poem a Day, and if you can, please consider supporting this work by visiting poets.org give.